Hi everyone, uh, Josh from the future here. Uh, look, just letting you all know that we lost last uh, episode's audio because we used the backup and the quality was completely irredeemable. Uh, what happened though, a quick summary, is the gang got away from the family. They managed to rescue uh, Terelza and a little kobold alchemist um, called Fania, who essentially gave her a dose of speed so she could keep up with them. Um, unfortunately, they lost Grizz along the way. He tumbled into the darkness with Drom, uh, and Chirk killed a dryad. Um, didn't mean to, but it, it, it happened. So yeah, uh, please, everyone, um, hope you enjoy it. Cheers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. Everyone, welcome, welcome to Nerdy People are playing Dungeons and Dragons in the Margrave. Um, Thank you. We, we had a, a wonderful time last time. There were shenanigans. There was an accidental murder. Um, well, that wasn't, you know, good. Too soon. Too soon. I'm sorry. Excellent. So, um, Why is how are we notes? all doing? Good. 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 Thumbs up. Um, very well our new friend has spoken <gasps> we've broken the suspense <laughs> and the surprise everyone um we'll, we'll just do it now we had a plan but we'll, we'll do it now um heath who i are you ruined the tonight? plan that's okay it's uh-huh am i doing an intro hi yes, i'm please. heath and i'm playing huddleford he's a druid and he's a hedgehopper and he's a he him excellent um tina will get the details of your character later but you know the, the, the suspense is out there for people. What are the details? Anthony? No, no, no. Uh, I'm playing Hunan, who's a Ravenfolk bard, also a he-him. Excellent. And Dan? I am playing Chirk, who is a tiny ranger, and they are a they-them. Wonderful. Um, so the five of you... Uh, the three party members, uh, Terelza and Vanya, had taken off from the family's fortress after after Huddleford had set it on fire. Um, it was an amazing amount of fire, and the last thing you all heard... It was the was... best fire. It was amazing fire. No, sorry. It's just because you went there. <laughs> I don't know what amazing... <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if Huddleford would look good with a comb over. I don't think it would work. <laughs> I don't know. You're not orange enough. No. You need, need some gel. Lots of gel. He, look, he would be a better president, though. And, yeah, so, uh, so yes, you, you all ran away. The last thing you heard was um, Civic's the Sata screaming in anguish as he ran back into the burning hut that he and Binia shared. Um, the trip back to Lavoka is hurriedly done it's night time you're all very very panicked but as chirk is a natural explorer and this is uh their territory so their, their chosen um terrain mm -hmm. and given that you all aren't also using the um that spell tikamir would cast that josh now can't remember uh you are essentially all traveling at like normal speed but you, you do essentially have a, ver a couple of very, very uncomfortable nights in the woods. Mm -hmm. Have we had long rests? Yes, you've had at least one. Oh. Yay! Cool. 
Push the button. I have spell slots again. Yes. Um, the night before, however, you all get back to uh, Lavoka, each of you does have a dream. So, a little bit of fun. Um, Dan, uh, or I should say Chirk, sorry. Chirk, as you dream, you find yourself walking through the Margrave. And you can tell this is not the old Margrave that it is now. This is the young Margrave. Ooh. You can feel the warmth of the sun, the, 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 the abundant bursting of new life under your feet as you walk. Every blade of, gra- every blade of grass that, you, that your feet brush against almost seem to caress you in a welcoming way. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying this, clearly. Yeah, well, I, I would assume so. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very much a chirk kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you feel at peace. You feel calm. And while the forest doesn't speak to you in the same way that humans speak, because, you know, it's not a human, you do have the feeling that it is getting to accept you. Oh. I've, as much as I'm experiencing the young Margrave, am I aware in my dream state that this... that? Hang on, the question I want to ask is, is this feeling translatable to the current Margrave, or am I experiencing this as historical fantasy? That is a really interesting question. Give me an insight roll. Ooh. Uh... Fourteen. Excellent. Um, you get the feeling it's... Time doesn't matter as much to the Margrave. Mm-hmm. What you feel is what you will feel now and in the past and in the future. It is the entirety of the Margrave in that it remembers you and it expects you. Because the oh, Margrave is not beautiful. an ordinary forest. That's beautiful. Yeah. You, you have a feeling of someone who does not need to be absolved, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Excellent. Huddleford, as you dream, your dream is very, very similarly placed. Like, you you are also in the Margrave. How do I know that? That's a really good question. How does Huddleford know anything? Huddleford's pretty perceptive. He, he, he picks up on stuff pretty well. No, but um, how does he know it's the same as Chirk's dream? That's cool. <laughs> dream sharing. But what's odd for you is, it's not just you in the Margrave. Mm-hmm. It is the... Who, who was it that taught Huddleford how to be a druid? Or did he just pick it up? I'd be his grandmother. Yeah. You can hear your grandmother speaking to you. And she's reiterating the basic principles of the the particular branch of uh, druidism. Sorry, I've just mm-hmm, had a mental sure. blank. Uh, of druidism that Huddleford got started in. And she's just reciting the basic tenets to Huddleford. The most simple lessons that he learned. 
Oh, great. And they probably went and talked to some ancestors that are now in trees. Yeah. Many of them speak back. A lot of them are telling Huddleford that every, every forest essentially needs to be taken care of. And there are two ways you can... There, there, are, there are a lot of different ways you can take care of a forest. Some of these ways involve healing and being gentle. The other way of assisting a forest is sometimes you need to remove what shouldn't have been there in the first place. What perverts the natural order. Mm-hmm. Look out for perverts. <laughs> you don't win D&D by breaking the dungeon master. Okay, good to confirm. I know what you're doing, Heath. It's not going to work. Who am I kidding? It totally will. Um, yeah, you. your dream is... You know, not that you know anything about Chirk's dreams unless Chirk decides to tell you. Your dream is that you are—you feel as if you're being prepared for something. That the Margrave okay. is going to call you out and remind you of something. Excellent. Hunan! Oh, my yes. friend Hunan. You are in the courts of the Fae. Ooh. You can see the lords and the ladies, the assorted major and minor... Uh, Fae members dancing and cavorting. They are having a very good time. This is this is definitely my type of crowd. Very he'd much. be he'd be as pretty relaxed in his in his sort of element. Probably, uh, if he's not playing music for them, he would be enjoying or or critiquing. Where, wherever that music would be coming you're, you're from. More kind of, you're more kind of a, um, a participant in the revels, not so much the musician, like, making it happen. You're, you're more yeah. networking, you know. Oh, Flipping cool. people a business yep. card here, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that sounds, sounds on point. And there comes a moment where you suddenly, it's like there's two of you perceiving the same moment. When... All of a sudden, a raven bursts into the Fey court, and look, they're amazed. They've, they've never seen a raven, like an ordinary raven, make its way here. And you can see that, you know, they treat the raven well, they, they you know, they provide it food, shelter, they, they, they think it's, it's quite amazing. And then it's like time has sped up, and they have forgotten the raven. And in the ears of one of yourselves, you can hear Sandy, whose name, whose proper name I cannot pronounce, and so I've given up, telling you that there is a mistake you have to fix. Mm. And in your other ear, of the ears of your other self, you can hear the loud and very angry cause of ravens. And you awake. Mm. I, I imagine that was not as peaceful, peaceful asleep as uh, as the rest of my party members. Probably not, but you still get a long rest. Yeah. We all wake up. Yep. V- Vanya was keeping watch. You know, he's just standing there, like you know, tending the fire. I had a great dream. I dreamt about Granny Wahoo. 
I haven't dreamt about granny for ages. And we spoke to all our elders past, Tani, Tane, Lobo. It was brilliant. Does anyone else get the feeling Heath is well. just like listing product names at this point? <laughs> Sorry, I'll be, I'll be quiet. No, that was all genuine and I'm, dicta- I'm notating down Huddleford's family tree uh, for him as we speak. I'm not. Um, Ouch. Well, I don't... Well, right. a piney would be very Let's go like, with interested in people's family tree. I was waiting for someone to make that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think everything's going to work out fine. I think this is in character now. I think so as well. I feel like this is a safer place, this gesturing to the forest. This might be a safer place to be than we've felt so far i know that the feeling doesn't match our experience but i think i think we might be safer in this forest than than we realize i agree and so huddleford will do like a little ritualistic dance around the perimeter of the camp and shake his fancy stick and touch the trees as he goes around in a circle and he's just kind of blessing the trees and just doing a little happy dance i'd i'd hop down from my perch i'd grab my spear i go now something's something's still wrong. Uh, where? Or how? I don't, I don't know. I I had a dream, but it wasn't pleasant. Like like uh, Huddleford's here. Uh, something to do with the Fae and ravens. Ravens like yourself, or ravens like the the actual bird? Both. Both. Oh. But some sort of mistake? I'm not sure. I, I get the feeling that there's something I need to fix. What did you do when you stepped away from us? I didn't do anything! No, 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 that wasn't, that wasn't accusatory, I'm so sorry, but if there's something we can help with... I don't know. I'll certainly keep you apprised should uh, should I have need of assistance. And then Huddleford comes in and goes, bad juju, and shakes his stick and blows some smoke around you. Hey, hey, hey! What, what are you <laughs> and then dances trying off to give again. me bad juju? What are you doing? No, I'm getting rid of bad juju! And then goes over the other side again. I'm just like... It's true. Um, it's, a very, it's a very cleansing smoke. You should be... I'm trying trying to like swat him away a little bit but I know that if I touched him he'd probably hit me with his spine so I'm just like nah smells nice to it's sage yeah ooh I don't disagree it's more for show than for any sort of dissuadement Vanya is bemusedly watching all of you like (sighs) okay Breakfast and a show. <laughs> Aha, breakfast. Good idea, Vanya. What would you like? Well, it was... Um, sorry, Josh was about to say a Russian food item, and now his brain has left him, and that's wonderful. Um, was up all night... Mental blanks uh, are wonderful. Huddleford loves having mental blanks. <laughs> I have made borscht. Uh-huh. You would like? What is yes. borscht? 
I don't know. Borscht is like soup. Is beetroot. Is cabbage. You will like. We'll put hairs on your chest. Where did you get all that? I, stuff? I, I'm just like feathers. <laughs> you can always find onion, beetroot, and cabbage. It is not difficult. Come on, you okay. eat. You sit. You eat. Huddleford will sit down and eat some bush, I guess. Excellent. Um, Terelza joins you for breakfast, and she is. She's okay. I mean, she's had a traumatic last couple of days. But as you can tell, I mean, she's she's eating into the soup. Vanya is, you know, you, you un, unless any of you wish to specifically roll insight on him, as far as you can tell, he seems fine. I wouldn't have rescued him if he didn't. <laughs> how how is uh, how is she looking? Because last Tired, I heard, rough, a little she, bit traumatized. Yeah, the the uh, the magic on her was going to wear off. After like a couple of days, and she'd oh, basically yeah, just right. conk out. Yeah, she had uppers. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were good. So, Teresa, uh, we did the thing. Uh, that's great. Um, could we maybe get back to Lavoca? And when we get back to my cart, I'll pay you. Okay. That I'll, no, that, okay. I, that I will insight because uh, he's all about the. The shinies, and he yeah. wants to make sure that the shinies are actually going to come. And Huddleston will touch her hand and say, "Not why I mentioned it, but I thought you might be oh. worried." Oh, look! If look, if Mother Mulvall was looking after it, I'm not the one who should be worried. The only people who should be worried are people that mess with her. I, well, I look. I think in, we, we've we've learned her. not to do that. <laughs> I, I look increasingly more worried. <laughs> yeah. We've all learned not to do that, Chirk responds, just black side-eye at, at Hunan. <laughs> Insight roll of four. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm going to get my money. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the rest of the trip back to Lavoka is extremely uneventful. Chirk, with you leading them, they are mm-hmm. you are easily able to get back there without any encounters or any of anything Josh needing to roll in on, on any random tables to see if he does something <laughs> nasty. Um, and also that wouldn't be fair to Tina. So, you know. Um, so yes, you, you come back to Lavoka and near the edge of the forest, you can see Mother Mulvor. Um, she is standing next to both the young lady that you rescued from uh, the beehive, whose name I cannot remember. I think it was Lisa oh. or Leah or something. Lila, that was it. And, that was um, it. Another young woman who I will let her, I will let Tina describe what this other young woman looks like. Hello. Um, well, uh, Pater is quite a tall woman um, because she is part elf, she's half elf, uh, with shortish, medium length brown hair. Um, she's got blue eyes and she's, she's not dressed in a dress. Um, her, uh, pronouns are also she, her, um, and she looks like she's been on the road for a while. Uh, she looks like she has her wits about her and she is, yeah, just standing with mother Morville and she's trying to learn about the place she's in now. Excellent. Um, uh, 
Padilla, to give you a little bit of, you know, limelight and um, spotlight and time and everything, um, what is the first thing you would be asking Mother Mulvor? I am trying to find out. Um, so I've been having these horrible visions for a very long time of a little girl cloaked in red and I need to help her. This is the first town I've come to. So I've asked Mother Morville for help. Um, Cloaked in red, you say? Yeah. Huh. Look, the, the Margrave, the, the Margrave treats us all as fools. Uh, can you tell me anything else? Wolves. I have many visions of wolves. Oh, wolves. They're constantly say. attacking this poor young girl. Oh, that is, that is very odd. It's very distressing. Um, at this point, Leela speaks up. Um, and her voice goes very, very deep. Much deeper than a young girl's voice should go. And she merely says, you will meet him. Chervanya. The one who would be king. And you will kill him. Or he will kill you. And the Margrave will decide. And then she snaps out of it. Thanks for that. What? Um. At, at this, Leela looks a little concerned. Like, thank you for what? Hater looks at Mother Morville, and she says, does she do that often? <laughs> Leela is still confused. Like, what do you mean? Do what often? Like, you're weird, lady. Mother Morville. Says, she has actually child. taken a step away from the Fet child. <laughs> Fetch my bag of herbs. Go on. Yeah, I know I have this one, the other one. Go. You'll find it in the back of the hut. No, she doesn't do it that often. In fact, I think it would be more accurate to say that's the first time she's ever done it. So now both of us are worried. Great. Cool and great. Um, but Chervania, okay. that's... Hmm. No, it doesn't... At this point, Mother Mulvor kind of looks over your shoulder, and you can see a bunch of people coming out of the forest towards you. Uh, a small kobold, uh, a, like a, a slightly larger than toddler-sized hedge hobbit person. A, um, uh, I don't know if you know what a piney is. Um, essentially, like I a, do not. I just see a massive tree walking towards me, and I am. Lovely. I have. I've. I've hold my dagger. Actually, I actually pull my dagger out. <laughs> Put it away. Usually, it's. Are you sure? Usually, is it's it the safe? Folk I tell to put it away. And and you see a um a, a very very battered and travel weary woman is kind of trailing after them. Um. I wish I hadn't sent that fool girl off to get my pouch. Um, Mother Mulvor rushes forward and she starts ministering to Terelza. Um, Vanya's like standing around, like 
Yes, she's about to collapse, actually. I'd give her another hour and uh, she'll be out. Very out. Gotta get her to the cart ASAP. <laughs> if I've only got an hour, I've got to get to the cart. The cart straight away. <laughs> I would, like, wing behind her back, sort of, come on, cart, cart's this way. Good. Come on, gotta, gotta go Very to the good. cart. Okay, um... Yeah, look. And Huddleford, seeing Peter, will uh, w- walk towards her and waving and smiling and say, Hello, I'm Huddleford. Hello, I am Peter. You are a hedgehog. Yes, I am. I'm a hedgehog. Or okay. an arena. Do you know how we say hello? No, I don't. How do you say hello? I'll show you. And then he like slaps his knees and then squats down and then wiggles his bum and then jumps on the spot, turning around the other way and wiggles his bum. She immediately tries to do the same thing. He falls on his back laughing. <laughs> you're great. I don't know if you're making fun of me. I hope not. Um, no, that was an excellent hello. Well, then I suppose that's how we will say hello to each other. I like you. <laughs> Hey, Jerk, come meet Peter. She's great. (laughs) Um, Jerk kind of tears themselves away from wanting to make sure that Hunan doesn't kind of over-egg that situation. (laughs) Um, And especially Jerk is very aware that they are still holding the, the honey, the purple honey that they were sent to get, and so realizes that nothing much can really happen until until that's handed over um goes over to to where Huddleford is calling uh and uh how tall is Peter uh I would say upper five feet maybe five ten five eleven okay so normal She's human tall yeah in inverted commas but size. tall for uh, a girl tall tall for a girl <laughs> um Chirk still uh, kind of strides up and bends over uh, presents a hand to shake and uh, uh, introduces themselves. Um, Peter, I... this is uh, uh, my friend Chirk. They are a piney. I start to do the same hello that Huddleford did. <laughs> Chirk, to this the is tree. Peter. Uh, Chirk starts to laugh and Huddleford uh... immediately starts doing it as well because now that <laughs> Peter's done it, you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Chirk just starts to laugh and bows and said, it's, I, I just need, I, I don't need a dance, but, but thank you. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a genuine pleasure. So that's to, not how you say hello. You. That's not how I say hello. How do you say hello? Uh, Chirk sort of bends forward and makes a, just kind of a, a, a reverent presentation gesture with their, with their arms. She does the same thing back. I call it trees in the wind. <laughs> I really like that, actually. Chuck just kind of reaches down and just sort of just gently presses a hand on Holford's head, just as if to say, just like, just shh. But it's just quite, like, it's quite soft gently, and fuzzy. Gently and affectionately. <laughs> um, Chuck, at this point, will ask Peter what's, what's brought, what's brought you here? Have you. I mean, you've obviously met Mother Mulvor. Have you met her before? No, I've never been here before. I was drawn here by visions that I was having. But um, I'd rather more get to know you, 
we were also, I don't know if we were drawn here specifically so much as ended up here. <laughs> we were sent and many things have happened and Chirk sign of sort of gives a very sort of a very brief, not curt, but efficient rundown of uh, possessed animals and the giant twig man whose name escapes, the hollow man. Uh, and the the tree and the bee mission and where they've just returned from with Terelza. Um and so we we seem to have ended up here and the fact that you were drawn here doesn't surprise me. Lots of things seem to stem from here and this forest. Hunan, come over here. Church's telling a story. It's great. Yes, Hunan. Mm. Um, Terelza hands over the agreed upon sum. Like, M- Mother Mulvor is, you can tell she is disapproving of you. Like, not yep. not completely, because Mother Mulvor appreciates that, look, if you give your word on something, if you have an arrangement, you honour the arrangement as soon as you can. And while Terelza looks a bit travel-worn, I mean, look, she's yep. upright and she's conscious and she's able to speak for herself. You know, that's, that's a pretty decent yep. start. So, Terelza, like gets out like you know four bags of gold that seem to be fairly equally weighted and is like well yes i've got the money do you have the honey yes my companion over there does can i see it sure do you have like a chair or something to sit on to make sure that you're not going to just collapse i I don't need to sit i feel fine fine I go, I stay there, I'll be right back. Okay. I, I also let her hold the gold, uh, just out, out of... Yes, she was not giving that to you. Courtesy, yeah. Let her. Yeah. <laughs> you, you allow a woman to retain her property. How good of you? Well, I'd assume she had handed it over. If she hadn't, then that's fine. I just don't make a fuss about it. Um, I would go back, I would go over... I assume Chirk's probably just wrapping up his his dialogue, his uh, his storytelling. Um, and I to give to give you kind of a bit of color commentary there as sort of the bard is walking up. Chirk is giving this in a and look, I love uh, a dry list of facts uh, from a science presenter. That's basically kind of what you're hearing. There's, there's are you giving no... me the PowerPoint presentation version I'm, of this story? I, I'm giving you the PowerPoint presentation <laughs> version of this story. Excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. And look, it's fine. It's efficient. It's clear. It, it gets you up to speed. She looks very bored. She but just there is like... no lyricism or balladry to it whatsoever. Half it's engrossed. Yeah, as Hunan walks up, word. like his, as Hunan's walking up, he's just like getting more and more horrified hearing the story being told in such a manner, and it's just like put a hand, put a, a feathered uh, hand on your shoulder and just goes, oh, let me let me finish it. It's it's fine. I can. this tale is much 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 more interesting over a couple of brews i loved it It i was there i don't remember half of it it's an epic epic tale (laughs) epic tale um my name's hunan sorry who are you my name is pater and she just she actually pauses before she gives her hand and she says do you have a weird way of saying hello as well that's very charming and i really love that do you have a a way that you say hi oh no i just give a, a flourishing bow and 
say no 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 hello or good day is all that is required uh generally the simplest forms of the expression tend to be the most interesting i agree uh, but i what i do do is uh is i start like feel like feeling the name like going peter 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 pay peter Peter, yes. Peter. He's the normal one. And then I, I mimic it so it sounds exactly as if you would say it. Just That's to make lovely. sure I get the pronunciation exactly right. Oh, like Thank it sounds you. like her voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind of freaks me out when you do that. Um, I really like that, though. <laughs> it yeah. freaks me out to hear my own voice back at me. Yeah. Cool. Pleasure to meet you. It's a uh, pleasure. Thank Chuck, you. I need the honey. Look, uh, Chuck digs into their their rucksack and pulls out the the receptacle and it sort of hands it over, sort of quite willingly. Just says, "Look, just just don't be heavy-handed." I know how what to is be that? subtle. Pedro, do you know what's really lucky? Mm-hmm. I had honey on toast two days ago, and I didn't know where that honey was. That's purple. Eh? That's not honey. Is that honey? It's, yeah. It's yeah. It's the best was, honey. Can I do a check on it to see if I know what kind of honey it is? Because um, I've never seen honey I, I like that before. I will let you choose arcana or history. Okay. My I, I was also going to ask. Bad, so um, I will do arcana. <laughs> does, did Peter come from like a um, like an ordinary level family, or like was her family like upper middle class or anything like that? I would say upper middle class. Okay, That's excellent. Um, you would understand. She classy. Humans like courtly bow. You you recognize mm-hmm. the mannerisms of of someone who has performed in front of very important people. Yeah. I'm I'm not like I'm I'm. Edumacated. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna... uh. I am not. Oh, 19. Yes, um, you, you do understand what this is. Um, this is a special kind of honey that is consumed by the Fae in order to extend their lives. Okay. You also know that mortals certainly should not... Eat this honey. Lucky. <laughs> Not that it'll kill them; it'll just put them to sleep for a very long time. So I look at the honey, and then I look at them, and I say, "Do you know what this honey is?" Uh huh. It's honey. It's made from ephedronin. It's like a flower that gets you really like cool visions. Yeah. The pollen off anyway. Yeah, so, some of us had some incidents with the pollen directly. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Because uh, I've only ever seen this consumed by Fae. I've never seen this with other humans or... Well, we haven't consumed it, so... That's probably very lucky. Are you I do have... Oh, yeah. I take the honey. I go, I'll be right back. I've got to finish this. Yeah, 
continue talking. It's fine. Not a problem you know, at all. You know, before, Chuck, when you were saying how we just arrived here, I didn't just arrive here. I had terrible visions. I was on a bit of a spiritual quest and meditating in the forest and uh, I felt something was out of balance and I made my way here. That's interesting. I don't know what to make of that. I've always had... I mean, I am of the forest. I've always had those kind of feelings. Um, so... That's interesting. But, I mean, I didn't tell you that the, the dream I had last night, it seems to have changed. Maybe just for me, I don't know, but the forest seems happier now. I don't know if what you burned down has made a difference, but it, it feels much more welcoming. Sometimes... If you had a happy dream as well, maybe mm. things are better? I can see Hina shaking his head furiously <laughs> as he's but walking that's, off. That's as Thank I've walked off. <laughs> yeah. So I I walk back. Uh, hand Before I hand over the jar of honey, though, I go, I heard this stuff is for the Fae. Where did you hear that? Sorry, you, you can't see me smiling nervously, but that is exactly yeah. what Terelza does. Like that kind of... Um, maybe? I'd, I, don't, I don't have issue with that, but I have questions. Where, and I think you may be able to answer them. Uh, I might be able to answer them, but I might not be allowed to answer them. Well, I'll ask, and if you can't, that's fine. Sure. We'll, we'll 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 do our best. I understand the uh, the difficulties of dealing with people uh, in difficult situations. Um, have you heard anything about the Fay and Ravens? Oh. Um. Any tales? Any. Tell it, uh, Anthony, give me a high or a low. Uh, high. Ooh, uh, a, a little bit? Uh, there was a... There's a story of a raven who joined the Fae for a short amount of time. But... Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's not much of a story. It's, it's simply, you know... A bird flew into one of their parties and then flew out. Like it's 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 more of a proverb of how brief life is, really. So wait, so the raven flew away. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it it flew in from a dark and stormy night, flew through color and life and brightness, and then flew out again. It, it's it's just a metaphor for life, as, as far as I'm aware. Is there anyone else that may know the tale more more in depth? I am a collector of stories, of course, and I would love to know the full details. She looks at Mother Mulvor directly. Well, yes. And I, uh, I she, sorta... she exchanges the, the honey for money at this point. Yeah. At, and at also that point, at this I'd point, be... 
As she hands it over, you see her eyes roll up in the back of her head, and she falls <laughs> backwards. I I would go to make the decks uh, to try and catch her. Okay. Not nope. very well. <laughs> no, you you managed to Six. grab the honey before it before yeah. it hits the ground and shatters. But this woman yeah. just like topples like a tree. And as she does so, Racist. Lila is running up. <laughs> Pardon? Tree's fallen over. They <laughs> just said racist, sorry. Top was like a tree. It's racist. Anyway, moving along. Sorry, we've broken Dan. That's good. Um, yes. As Terelza falls backwards, um, Lila is running up to Mother Mulvor holding up, like, a cup of, like, liquid. Yeah. And Mother Mulvor is turning to Lila and says, Girl, quickly brew me up. Good. Excellent. Thank you. And turns back to Terelza. And, and Vanya's kind of wandered over and is like, Well, it was up by a couple of hours, but um, probably best to let her sleep. Probably. I set the honey back uh, down. Like if if the cart's open, I'll put it yep. on in the cart. If not, I'll just set it set it beside the cart. I would also say that Hunan is very careful to get out between the gaze that Mother Mulvor is now giving Vanya. And Hunan yep. recognizes this gaze. It's the gaze she's given him several times, that simply says, "I realize there is a level of stupidity." that you could have gone down to, but I didn't realise it was that low. In fact, no, she's angrier that he, at him than Hunan has ever seen her at him. So... Hey, hey, it's not my... I didn't feed her the stuff, okay? I she wanted this, and I made sure that her products were good, so... I had needle. It was very sterile. I made sure I washed my hands after. Just, I'm just like, and, you know, you know, when you're trying to provide advice and clearly, like, they're just not listening to the advice. Like, Hunan's given the, sh 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 just, no, I've been there, don't, just. Sh um, yeah, at, at this point, it becomes a, an interesting discussion between Mother Mulvor, Vanya, and Lila regarding what exactly Vanya gave her, at what dose, how long ago. And, yeah, Vanya's um, responses, if you're watching Mother Mulvor, you can tell are not filling her with much confidence. But yeah. he seems to have nailed Huddle the Huddleford imper imperturb... Impertinent? No, not impertinence. Uh, imper impertinent. Oh, for God's sake. Impervious? Imperviousness? No, no. No, imper like not being flapped. Unflappability. Yeah, we'll go with that. There was like an impert word or something. Josh can't do words. Oh, and and, and uh, like perturb, like they're not perturbed. Yes, unperturbed. Thank you. Imperturbable. Yes, unperturbable. There we go. I've made it up. I don't care anymore. Moving on. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. What do you do for a living? I talk. Really? Shit. Not believe you. Um, 
Yes, he, he seems... Talk, yes. Sensibly, no. Completely unfazed and unalarmed by any reaction he's getting from Mother Mulvor at this point. Um... Yeah, and, and, you know, Lila seeing that, you know, she's not really needed there has just kind of skipped over to, to you um, five or four. Uh, I Obviously, I pocket the four uh, bags of coinage. Uh, when it's a quieter moment, I'll, I'll distribute them out. Uh, but I go to... I go to Mother Mulville and I... And I go, I need... I understand you're busy at the moment, but I have questions. Not the best time. Is there ever a good time? Well, give me 20 minutes, would you? Sure. And I, I walk back to the party. Hey, Lila, are you feeling better? Um, yes, fine, thank you. And yeah. Chuck, Chuck says to 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 Hunan, did did you annoy her again? No, no. The uh, whatever you gave her, or whatever you guys gave her, wore off. She's out like a light. No, no. I'm, Honey Mother still... Oh no no no! That's not my annoying. I didn't. I didn't do this. Okay. I am okay. looking at the at Lila just really suspiciously. I am just <laughs> trying to figure out if she's that same person who just told who just like changed her voice and looked at me and talked to me, or if she's like like what's going on there. I like um, your dress, by the way. It's very lovely. Thank you. Sorry, I was trying to do that child looking up at an adult thing and I can't tilt my laptop to do it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So you still got your vision off. Yeah, we oh, can't yeah, that see too. you. <laughs> we appreciate the effort. Yeah, Australian <laughs> internet, it's, it's balls. Um, I'm not afraid of her, but I'm also very hesitant it's like when you have, when, when you're, you know, at somebody's house and they have a young kid and they've just asked you to do something that you feel like a parent should have done instead. And you're like, uh, okay, cool. Huddleford rolled a perception of 14. Am I picking up on the vibe? Um, which vibe are you trying to pick up on? That um, Between Peter, Peter and okay. Lila. Um... How badly is Peter trying to hide this vibe that she's putting out? I think she's still trying to be friendly, but she she's not trying to hide that she's a little nervous or that she's a bit put off, but she's also not being unfriendly either because okay. she is still uh, a kid. So Sorry. I, I, I would say in that case, Huddleford, yes. You, you've picked up that Lila does make Peter feel uncomfortable for some reason. Huddleford will turn to Peter and say, Lila's Faye touched. Is the honey for her? No, I, I don't touch that honey anymore. Anymore? 
Yeah. Layla, we rescued Layla from a hive of uh, where the honey came from. Yeah, I had a, a really long, long time. That was definitely in my PowerPoint presentation. I yeah, I, I do recall that. Yes, thank you, Chirk. Um, of course. And so, so now Pater's wondering if if maybe that had an effect on her, and she's kind of. You could roll she's softening arcana slightly, but she's not like history or, or something. In fact, I'd say Arcana is, is more pertinent in this case. Or well, unperturbed. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look up that word now, and I'm going to practice saying it for the next two weeks. I hate it when you're like so far off a word you can't even look it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. where I was. Okay. Um. You get the yeah. Look. Um. While you are not an alchemist, um, you do understand that prolonged experience to fey magic is going to alter someone. Not necessarily badly, but it will change who and who, who they are in some ways and how they perceive reality in others. Look, um, Mother Morvor did ask me to fetch some herbs from the woods. Um, I'm not supposed to go alone. Would you come with me? And Peter, she takes your hand. I hold her hand and I go with her. Excellent. And mm -hmm. I just turn back to you guys and say, I'll, I'll see you later. Bye. Are you mouthing these words? Like, I'll see you later. Please come with me. No, I actually say it. I actually say, I'll, okay. I'll see you later. Bye. Okay. Bye. Lila starts skipping. And then I'll turn um, to Chirk and say, Peter, really not comfortable with Layla. Yeah, no, I think we should definitely help there. I would also not be comfortable with Layla at this point, given everything she has been through. Shall we follow? And that question takes in both Huddleford and Tunan. Huddleford's already walking after her at that suggestion. Tunan turns to Chirk and goes, I have some questions here that I need answered. You go ahead. I need to ask Mother Mulville a few things. Oakley doakley. Uh, okay. And Chirk follows, follows after Huddleford then. Excellent. So when I hear those footsteps, I physically relax. Like you paid her physically <laughs> just kind of like relaxes a little and she holds her hand a little bit tighter and they, they go, she goes a lot more willingly. Excellent. So, um, it's not a particularly long walk, uh, into the forest. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's more just into like, say like a little bit of a clearing or, or some such. Um, okay, and I'm sorry, I'm just using the same marker for Leela because I don't have a little girl marker. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she doesn't go too far into the forest. It's, it's a very similar kind of distance to where you found that other little girl who'd been stung by all the bees. And uh -huh. so, yeah, it's, it's not horribly far, but it is a pretty decent kind of distance. It's like a good, you know, 30 minute walk. 
And mm -hmm. all through this time, Lila is just chatting to Peter and asking her questions like, you know, like she said before, you know, that is a lovely dress. Where did you get it? You know, where are you from? Is it, you know, what do your mummy and daddy do? Like, just the constant flood of questions that, to anyone who isn't a parent, is just completely maddening. <laughs> and to anyone who is a parent, is like, yeah, this is Tuesday. And also, it's completely maddening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it still is. We just learned to put up with it. Exactly. Okay. Um, Chuck, would you be... Uh, who here is... um? Proficient with perception, or yeah, perception. Check, check is yes. Yep, hard off a two. Excellent. Plus Can five. each of you give me a perception roll, please? Plus five, two. Team perception, high five. Fourteen. Twelve. Excellent. I feel like we've established many, many times that we have the same. Perception. I know. <laughs> We're just so thrilled at being actually good at it. I think so. <laughs> we just love reliving the glory. Excellent. Um, sorry, just moving a couple of things. Oh, I'm not moving anything. No, no, Josh is not doing anything until that may lead to an untoward action to, to, to the party. Um, I'd love to play poker with you at some point, Josh. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't go well for me. I'd like him to be the dealer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I am Vanya. He's clearly a dealer of something. No, 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 no. Okay, um, Peter, as you are walking with Lila, you hear a growling from the underbrush. She screams and runs behind you as four very, very large wargs take up position around, like kind of just all of them very, very intent on you for some reason. And on me specifically. They are very much looking at you specifically. They are growling, their you know, jaws are slavering, and each of them is essentially giving their threat display directly to you. The closest one growls at you. And then in a very wonderfully deep, wolfy kind of voice, give it up. Give it up now. Leave the woods, little girl. I'm going to cast Poison Spray on them all. I was going to say roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> roll initiative. Everybody? Yes, please. Well, I mean, unless have you don't want to fight. Have, I mean, have, in which case, you know. Have have the two of us with our possibly less than stellar initiative. We're too busy being thrilled at our initiative at our perception to um, actually be good at it. Have we noticed this, or is this a sudden? This is very obvious. <laughs> Four okay. very very large wolf creatures like come out of the underbrush, seemingly suddenly growl a threat at Peter, and then they go directly into attack. Oh, okay, so we have noticed this, and... Oh, yes. Cool. And okay. I said initiative there, I meant perception, sorry. That, that's okay. So, Chirk, it looks like you won the initiative round. One. Yeah, you, you won D&D. &D. Good work. 
I, I need to I need to send a, a gif around Bravo. GIF as per personal preference of me giving air quotes just so that people know what that looks like when I say a word with that intonation. The correct pronunciation is Jeff. <laughs> you are as a free, of course, the Jeff. As a free action, um Pater's going to look at Chirk and tell him she, so uh, she's just going to look at him and say, "Can you toss her up into a tree on a higher branch, please?" Meaning Layla. Oh, no. Layla's run completely away. She's gone away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just don't want yes. her to get hurt. She's a weird kid, but I don't want her to get hurt. <laughs> True. She is. Okay. Uh, Chirk, you are up first. Uh, now, it's what, I'm just double checking here. There's no map here. We are oh, using our brains for this. Can't see the thing? There's a map. There's a map. There is no then, We're not on a map. Then, no, I'm, I'm still on Lavoka. Oh, oh okay. I'm on a map. Give me a sec. That's Josh's fault. That's going to be wonderful audio to listen to. It's always wonderful audio to listen to. Oh, thank you. There I am. Consummate professionals. Ah. <laughs> Consummate at any rate. Okay, so Chuck, you're up. Uh, right, okay. Uh... This is where it's been a while since I've been in significant combat. What can I do? I will... How many of them are there? There are four. Mm -hmm. This is thrilling radio. Um, I will... Are they speaking English? Uh, The one that spoke Or common, at least. Sorry. Okay. Common, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, which we're using one doctor who science fiction rules that everyone all speaks the same reason for no reason Every, everyone always... language gotcha love it um which one was that the the one at the bottom there yeah that is clearly yep, the, the alpha of the, of the pack all right uh i would walk up uh and stand next to to Peter and address the wolf uh and uh, what's, I'm trying to work out my best approach here. I would, I would probably endeavor to persuade it to stand down and we can discuss anything that we need to here okay. um, before any violence needs to happen. I'm sure we can sort something out. Okay. Give me so let me handling roll. to try and get its attention. Oh. Fantastic. Oof, Animal handling okay. is non, non-natural 20. Wonderful. Uh, I'm going to roll a wisdom save. No. Um, while the creature does not... It now puts its attention on you. Uh-huh. And it simply looks at you and, and simply says, Get out of here. We don't care about you or your kind. Just that one. It says, indicating Pater. Uh, but why? What's she done? Or going to do? And then we move to Huddleford. Ah! Uh, hang on, I just, I think I have a bonus action I wanted to use. Let me just check my actions list. So I was going to say, that's about six Um, seconds. Yeah. I'm going to use uh draw on the margrave's will 
for my weapon advantage as a bonus action and just uh, my next weapon attack against that lead wag I was just talking to will have advantage. Um, Excellent. Sounds good. Huddleford. Cool. Um, Huddleford will say, leave my friend alone and pull back an illusionary bow string on his fancy stick and launch a volley of poisoned arrows at the uh, wags in a 20-foot square. He'll want to avoid his friends, though, so I think that precludes the one here, mm-hmm. possibly, to get it. So I think I can get the other three. Okay. So I, I yeah. shall cast that. Do I roll, or do you roll? Uh, uh, creatures. Make it a success. Constitution saving throw, please. Uh, DC 13. Uh, well, that's going to be two pretty good failures. Great. They take 12 poison damage each. Oof. And then Huddleford will back off. Okay. Um, you watch as the three, like, the three beta wags, each of them just, like, are now shrinking and shying away where the poison has just, like, scalded the fur off of them. And oh, and they also become poisoned. Excellent. You you can tell these three are now really reconsidering everything that has just happened. Um, the first wag, the alpha, leaps forwards, snapping at Pater. Well, actually, sorry, snapping at Chirk, because it, it threatened him and told him to go away, and it's just trying to get rid of you. Uh, Chirk, oh. Does a natural 20 hit you? Uh, poison... Cre- oh, no, that goes, that, that's the alpha. Sorry. I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. Okay. <laughs> that's I'm very sorry. Okay, I'm... I'd love to say I'm so sorry, Dan. Um, You're you, not. Wait, give me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I clearly need this. Uh, he's putting the camera back on, isn't he? Or yes, something. The, the black hat is on, denoting that someone's uh, a villain. And I'll take that off because I can't wear my headphones with my cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> okay, so you have taken rather a lot of damage, actually, in one fell swoop. Okay, so you have taken a total of um, 20 damage. Yikes. Crap on a cracker. Yes. That was out. That was very out of character. Um, Indeed. Okay. So, sorry, Tina. Um, a house rule we have: if you roll a nat twenty, you get the max damage dice damage, and then just re-roll. Like, sorry, then just roll the dice and just add that on. That way, crits always mean something. Um, I still don't understand that. So, what do you get? You get the the like the theoretical maximum of the damage. Yes. So, in this case, two d six. So twelve. Oh, and then you roll and get the... Oh, so exactly. instead of just doubling your roll, you get the roll plus max. Yes. So a crit will always have a meaning. And in oh. this case, they are plus three. So 12 plus five plus three. So 20 uh, piercing damage. Uh, and can you give me a strength saving throw, please, Chirk? Oh. It's just one thing after another. Uh, 18. 18. So it tries to push you to the ground, 
but you are able to stand and you are not um you're okay like it's not able to shove you to the ground in in a show of dominance um pater Mm -hmm. the other three wags they are coming for you do you have any reaction spells no but what i am going to do is i'm going to yell at the yell at chirk to leave me and i am going to close my eyes i'm going to look down at the ground and i'm just going to start dancing I am going to start dancing okay. like a crazy person. Excellent. And in character. I'm just dancing it. and moving and my arms are moving and I look like I am possessed. I am just dancing. Okay. Uh, as you dance, does a 15 hit you? It meets my AC, yes. And I'm assuming then a, a 19 would hit you as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So That's two of the wards managed to set their teeth in you, doing a total of 17 points of damage. Can you give me some strength saving throws, please? Uh, sorry, just they get disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks because they're poisoned. I'm very glad to know that. Thank you. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... 11 would probably miss you. 11 would miss me, yes. 19 would still hit you, and a 2 would definitely not hit you. Um, no. Thank you very, very much, Heath. I yes, helped. thank you, Heath. Yes. Well, Huddleford's really. been good. Actually, tell you what, I'll take the first damage roll. So, um, Peter, you take a total of 7 piercing damage, and can you give me a strength roll, please? Strength saving throw, or, or just a straight-up strength roll. Okay, so this bounding wag has knocked you to the ground and is now standing over you, slavering as a, you know, just like... I am wondering if I can do this. I'm just going to ask. Sure. I'm going to touch my amulet that I have. Yes. I'm just going to touch that. Okay. I can use this once a day to cast Frighten Animal. And yes, the can. beast has to make a charisma saving throw. Yes. I'm going to use that. <laughs> okay. Uh, which one do you wish to cast it on? The one that's standing over me. <laughs> okay, then. And I'm going to, I'm still moving and squirming around and dancing. Okay. Uh, no, with a three. Oh, no, that's you. Sorry. Okay, so the wolf takes off visions of darkness and just, like, damage and just horribleness are flooding its consciousness as it just runs. If you wish to take a swing at it as, a like, a reaction shot, you absolutely can. They I'm not going to bother. Okay. It's running away. He checks as well anyway, by the way. Yeah. Well, he, um, he fell. Was that the alpha? Was that the alpha? No. It was not the alpha, but given oh. that Chirk was right next to where it was, Chirk may take an attack of opportunity if they wish. Uh, no, Chirk's not going to attack a fleeing thing that hasn't attacked them. So that's no. fair. Thank you, though. I respect Chirk's um, way of being. Excellent. And everyone, we're going to call that episode there. <gasps> Give people a cliffhanger. Dun dun dun. What are we calling it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs>
Zing. <clears throat> Thank you, Heath. Uh, everybody, can I get a quick round of socials and then we'll, we'll keep playing on, but, you know, the, the rest of you are going to have to wait two weeks. Heath, where can people find you? Firstly, great game, Tina. Welcome aboard. That was fun. Oh, thank you. I've you had know, a really good time. D&Ds. Oh, cool. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Huddleford. Excellent. Uh, Tina, our, our newest friend. Yes, I am on Twitter and I'm promising I'm going to get back to it. Um, but you can find me at Hey You with the Face, H E Y U W I T H T H E F A C E. And I'm the same on Instagram. Excellent. Anthony. Cool. Uh, people can find me at uh, Tails underscore DM on the Twitters. Excellent. And Dan. Uh, people can find me at ScaryDan on the Twitters and at Scary.Dan on Instagram. They can also find uh, evidence of Dan's work at the 1989 bar in Newtown, where if they see the word Dan, number one on Bubble Bobble, they know Dan was there. You know I've been there earlier that evening because they turn those machines off every evening and with the temporary RAM... Well, I don't know. Apparently they have a chalkboard downstairs. Uh, this is a bar in Newtown in Sydney where some of us are based. Um, they have a chalkboard downstairs where they manually maintain the high scores. So next time I am there, I'm going to make sure I get on their chalkboard. So yeah, if you're in Sydney and enjoy playing Bubble Bobble, um, just don't because I need to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I, of course, can be found at Nerdy People D&D. Um, I do this, I do the other weekly thing, and I do Better Homes and Dungeons, which is a fun little podcast where I chat to people. It's great. Bye. 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 See you then. Bye.